is a plant Take your pick on this island Love will swim in this ocean In utopia This is our type on paper He's just like my type on paper I'm so excited. This is our penultimate season one podcast episode. It's such a journey. I don't think I should have. I put the mint in my mouth and now it's just in my mouth. Oh, Sarah. (laughs) I'm afraid it's going to pick up on the recording. So it's just like (laughs) it's just between my teeth and my cheek. (laughs) Now we have to wait for you to chew. You don't chew a mint, Catherine. (laughs) What what kind do you have? It's um, icebreakers. You can chew a nice. No, it's too tiny. No, it's not. You would the, choke. It's not. It's not the gum kind. It's the um, the the mints, the ones that are like, you just they just dissolve. Oh, yeah. I I haven't eaten a mint in a while. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> no, that's fair. There's really no reason. I. It's sad that like I've been having more mints than like pre-COVID because like with really? the mask you have to smell your own breath. <laughs> so you. T- you won't do the public service of checking your breath for other people, uh-uh. but you'll do it for your own, your exactly. own benefit. Okay, got it. It's a selfish world, Catherine. <laughs> I'm ready to, to go in. Are you ready to shoot the shit? Mm-hmm. I don't think you are. <laughs> I don't think you like that phrase. I, it just didn't seem applicable to this scenario. <laughs> Because it's less shooting the shit and more talking shit. Yeah, we have to talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> I told myself I would control my my breath giggles. <laughs> They're so iconic, though. No, but honestly, just... it does make a difference once you hear yourself over and over again. I say um and like so much less often than I used to. But this isn't even... I don't even feel like I'm giggling. I feel like it's just substituting breathing. It's just... <laughs> It's like a pant. <laughs> what? <laughs> You'll hear it. You'll know what I mean. No, I know. I edit these episodes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then we'll just have to trek forward. All right. And talk and talk the shit. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So when we left off last podcast app. We finally mm-hmm. saw the demise of Naomi. And guess who we still have to fucking talk about this week? Fucking Naomi. <laughs> but that, that, we get a little break, so we'll... I have so much to talk about. Okay, I yeah. just need to, I just need to start because I have so many interjections and I wrote a lot of them down this time so that okay. I would remind myself every emotion I, I... that I was thinking when I was watching. Yeah, that's important. I also feel like we should have, like, a little little tiny theme song every time we reach a new episode like da, 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 episode 25 like like we get to move on no we're gonna do it for season two because i've already edited no, we, season one oh, episodes yeah, yeah. i can't do it we can't go back it's too late but i'm saying like in the future for what i imagine will be next week i mean to, uh, what if they want to get to us talking about a certain all our fans what if they want to get to us to, talking about a certain episode and then they can be like just be like chime number one chime number two Or just the time codes in the description. (laughs) Yeah, that works too, I guess. Catherine, you're making my life a lot harder with your editing comments. (laughs) My editing comments at the at the end of the season. You're so annoying. 
I know. <laughs> okay, so, so da, 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 episode 25. Go on. <laughs> Naomi's gone. She's gone. Yeah. It's done. And we start off 25 with Lauren comforting Max because Lauren's a good person and Max yes. does not deserve it. Yes. Then Zoe says her behavior has to change. She goes on this whole thing about how she's she really feels guilty about the overt sexuality she's displayed on the show thus far. And she's really adamant that she's going to change how she's been acting because of her family watching and her priest and congregation watching, etc. Yes. John says there's nothing wrong with her behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I agree. I, I But at the same time, this is an entirely personal yeah, issue. Yeah, I was going to say... I, I mostly agree with the with the group. Like, there's nothing wrong. You, she shouldn't be ashamed of it. But it's also her her feelings on the matter that that do matter. Exactly. So it's no one's place to tell her, you know, yeah. how she should be feeling about her behavior because it's obviously very personal. Did you notice that Jess and Callie were the ones to defend uh, Zoe? Did I notice that? I don't know if I noticed I that. Know. It was just a little thing, but Jess was like, I don't know why she's embarrassed, but it's like these guys are being too harsh on her and you can see just like in the background being like boys stop stop like that well because well first of all callie's callie's just like the really nice person but jess has faced the brunt of these guys assholery yeah for Mm -hmm. every episode thus far and so i think she's just very in tune with it and she sees when someone else is struggling with it yeah so that's that's why that (laughs) Where she's so like nice and sweet, I have nothing else to add about Callie. Like, there's just not much to say. Her eyes are piercing. Oh, so piercing, so gorgeous, gorgeous couple, stunning. Mm-hmm. So right after this sort of Zoe uh, behavior guilt breakdown, Max. This is the first time we see Max pondering leaving the show. Oh, sorry. Are we not even at the game yet? No. Oh, wow. Okay, so the Jess thing was that that was the game. Should we start over? <laughs> no, no, we're powering okay. through. It doesn't, okay, okay. it doesn't matter. This is the first. I think the, okay. the first Zoe breakdown might have been a talking head, like a confessional. Okay. Unclear. I didn't write it down. I don't care. Okay. Okay. So Max Ponder's leaving, and he's like, it's not even about Naomi. That's the last thing I'm thinking about, which is very weird, because then, like, why yeah. are you thinking about leaving? It's... It's just very confusing. And he says, if I crack on with Jess now, it'll look twice as bad. He's very obsessed with how people are going to perceive him on the outside. And he says it constantly. And I write down every time he does it (laughs) because it's so unsettling and so bothersome. And he really just acts like he didn't care about Naomi at all. Yeah. And, but I, but then like with Josh, I believe he mentions like, oh yeah, you know, I was proper, proper into something like that. Like, He's very obviously not over Naomi. He doesn't have a backbone or something. Like something's missing there. Like wait, which one, Josh or Max? Max. Okay, I disagree. I think Max is a psychopath. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Max liked either of them. I just think there's nothing like grounding him because, like, we've heard him say that he was into Naomi. We've heard him say that he regretted being with Naomi and wanted to be with Jess. And it's like there's no central value that's driving his decision. I disagree. I really think it's what he thinks the public is going to think of him. I think that's the driving factor. Maybe that's the core, but that shouldn't be a core to a human No, being. Catherine, but psychopaths <laughs> do things that aren't understandable to other people. 
I don't understand. <laughs> okay. So he's having his moment. Uh, we see Hannah feeling insecure about potentially being split up from John just because the the dumping kind of shook her and she thought for some reason that she could potentially be at risk of going home. Yeah. But she feels really insecure about it. John's not being super comforting. John doesn't really have those those comforting instincts. And he he calls what she's going through uh, women moments with finger quotes. <laughs> but I love how he tries. Like, he's really trying. Like, this is the is best he? he knows. I think he is. Like You really he... want to see the best in him. And I really <laughs> think this is not a good no, relationship. I'm, I'm... <laughs> well, I never said that. I never said I think it's the healthiest relationship. But I think, like, he really has just known one thing for his whole life and never understood women. And then, like, suddenly he's in this serious relationship and, like, is just trying his darn hardest. The way I um, see it, it's just a lot of infatuation. He's so infatuated with Hannah and, and he's a little bit, you know, controlling over it, a little bit possessive. And I she's like... like I don't like the possessive. Yeah, and she's but, like mm-hmm. she's like blindly in love with him. He's just like, this is mine now. And I don't think he knows how to communicate with a partner in a relationship. I, he just knows how to have possessions. I don't know. I really think he's tr- <laughs> like the. Remember when she they got in a huge fight because they were he kept like yelling all of their problems in front of everyone. Catherine, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? Remember when they got into a huge fight because he was yelling all of their problems? Yeah, but then but then he like took the note and like now he's like gently been like trying to whisper to her like, Oh you right? like what's going on? You need anything? What's going on? What's happening? Like I I, I don't buy it. Alright. I just wanna see the best in people and Max is already a psychopath and I was wrong about I him. only wanna see the worst. <laughs> So anyway, after that, John and Josh are talking and Jess comes in, this is in the bedroom, and Jess comes in to lie down. She wants to just like think about life and they just laugh at her and they say like- start cracking up. It was so depressing. She's like a little bit emotional and she just wants to come and lie down in her bed and like have a quiet moment. And they're like, what do you need to think about? You want to think about life? That's insane. You? They're like, Jess, think about life. What you have? Two glasses of wine? Oh, it's, I, wow. It, it, it hurts a lot to watch. And John has the gall in the same scene to say that Jess and Josh can't rule each other out because they're very attracted to each other. John is like a really fucked up like matchmaker like a matchmaker who's like always been like a little bit off and like is like not he doesn't quite know how to match people up correctly it's kind of like he's been in retirement for some some crime or something like and then like they just brought him out because he was like the best but like unorthodox you know what i mean like like in hercules when he goes to see phil and it ends up being like what danny devito (laughs) yeah he's like phil if phil were like have you seen big mouth yeah you know like the fucked up hormone monster that one (laughs) that's john (laughs) you got it little (laughs) oh my god that was really good thank you (laughs) do it again um (laughs) what does he say he says like he has a line just say just talk just talk about jess and josh 
you two had a burn and you had a burn and um, yeah, the P and the V. I, I fuck it. I, <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> Yeah, you got it, little. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I'll think of lines for next week. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's not it. return to this. Let's not come back here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I came to an epiphany during this scene, um, where I just kind of wanted John. Kind of what you were saying, but here's my take on it. I want John. You know the film When Harry Met Sally? What do you mean, do I know the film When Harry Met Sally? <laughs> Answer the question. Have you seen my Twitter banner? What is it? It's I have it. Harry and Sally. <laughs> but what scene? It's the scene where they're sitting and she's in the sweater and he's in, also in a sweater. <laughs> they're just both in sweaters sitting. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I have to look it up because, because that's not even specific enough. They're just always in sweaters. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, but my thing was like, I just want John inserted into When Harry Met Sally. Like, as I who? want all this, like, no, just just as him, just all the scenes the same, and then there's just this crass British man who's just yelling like, "Hey, you two boink!" <laughs> like, <laughs> oh god, you know what I mean? Like, I think that would have lasted maybe six months if John were involved in the matchmaking. Like, I think. They would have gotten together right away if he were just if he were the Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby. You know what I mean? Maybe they would have gotten together right away out of fear. Yeah. <laughs> if he was just on a park bench while they're like having talks about their dreams. If he just like is on, it's like you want know, a split screen phone call, but it's like a third split and he's there on the phone with all of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like we could definitely like Photoshop him in. I don't even know how to do it with film, but you know what I mean put John in when Harry met Sally. <clears throat> we'll table it. Uh, <laughs> come back Season to two. it. Okay. Okay, so uh, John says that Jess and Josh can't relate to their out, and he says, uh, and I quote, you know it, I know it, they know it, the bed knows it, Lauren knows it, the little birds who drink <laughs> in the pool know it. <laughs> and we are the little birds drinking by the pool. Yes, <laughs> correct. And we know it. Oh, we do know it. The bed knows it. God. The next conversation is a Max and Jess convo where Jess tells Max he'll regret it if he leaves. Yeah. Uh, And the next morning, Max says he doesn't want to leave anymore. He's going to stay. Yeah. This will become a trend. (laughs) And then, okay, so then there's a Jordan and Zoe conversation where they confirm they'd both be waiting on the outside for each other if one of them leaves which i would hope so because they've made it official now they're an official couple yeah yeah so that would be awkward if if uh well just wait for season two but then also like what do they mean by i'll wait for you like does does that mean they assume that other person will stay in the game and then come out after yeah i think so yeah okay because i mean i think that i if one half of the couple leaves the other one should you know leave with them to prove they're there for love and not for money sometimes people will stay in the villa because they're like well i don't want to leave this fucking gorgeous spanish villa where all my friends are and i can just stay here until i get voted out by the public okay and also they get paid i watched an interview this week that um lucky was it an interview or was it a q and it was oh what was it i don't remember what it was it was either like an instagram q a or it was an interview they get paid like 250 pounds a week 
or something. Okay. Which like doesn't seem like a lot of money in terms of a job, but when you're not doing anything and just yeah. lounging in a Spanish villa, meeting friends and hot people, exactly. <laughs> Getting paid is anything is because uh, mm-hmm. they get all their meals and everything. Yeah. 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 So sounds nice. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess one person, one half of the couple, would want to like stay and keep you know making that money because I'm assuming all of them had to quit their jobs. Did they? Well, they're there for, like, six weeks. What job's going to let you take six weeks off? Well, not in America. <laughs> I don't think anywhere. I don't know. Because, I mean, they make it sound like they're going back to their jobs after. But none of them do, I don't think. I think they all become, like, influencers. Oh. Good for them. Yeah. Okay. So, next conversation is... Uh, so, now there's a text that oh. Max and... I also want to... I want to be the intern who texts the Islanders. I've been wondering. I think there might be, like, different either text tones... Or, like, depending on who the text is from, that's so they know whether to, like, announce the text to everyone or, like, keep the text a secret. I think they say, I think that's got to be, like, the first text. Like, don't say this to anyone. Or, like. Or it's, like, if it's from this producer, you announce it. If it's from this one, you don't. Yeah. Like, the pho- one of the producer's phones, like, the ID just says, like, secret text. And the other one says, like, mm. public text or something. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, there's text. And the text says that. Max and Josh are going for a beer. Mm-hmm. So they go for a beer. They match clothing wise. They both wear short sleeve navy button downs and both are unbuttoned yes. and shorts. And they talk about how they're the same person. I thought they were going to kiss. Felt the sexual tension. I'm Did not going to lie. Okay. There was one, Max kept like bringing it, like he kept saying something. I can't remember what, but they. He kept bringing up more and more conversations about the two of them, like, Max and Josh, like, two You know what it is? It's because I think they're both, like, such severe narcissists that the idea (laughs) of hooking up with themselves is so strong (laughs) that they just naturally gravitate toward each other in a sexual nature. What's the broad city where Alana brings home uh, Elia Shaw cat? Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, who told me to watch that show then? <laughs> it's never me. I, I never tell you I to just watch things. It was you. Yes, you do. <laughs> Search party. Love Island. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair point. <laughs> so Josh and Max are going to kiss. Yeah, and then Josh says he could see coupling up with Lauren as friends. And Max says he still likes Jess in a, quote, weird, weird way. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Okay. I didn't even write it down because I just wrote Max is weird. And then there's like, ugh, he's so weird. And then there's like, you know, those like um, transition kind of montages that last like three seconds where the music kind of plays yes. and you see like little flashes of whatever and then it transitions to the next scene. Yeah. So one of the transition shots was Lewis washing Callie's hair in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote that down because that was cute. <laughs> they're just so cute, but we never see them. Because they're so boring. <laughs> and there's another text uh, and Lewis and Callie find out they're hosting an exclusive white party for the villa and they must organize the games and provide entertainment yeah there are so many bad drunken lap dances happening and it starts off right away <laughs> and then this is you know however many bullet points down this is the Kama Sutra game where Zoe freaks out so the game is okay, yes. they have to uh, so Callie and Lewis are going to like shout out sex positions and all the couples have to like get into the position they think that position is and win points and Zoe says it's the one thing she wouldn't do in here although that's not true because she is she's said she wouldn't do so many things 
Like she, she's opposed most things. Yeah, like the anything sexual and the massage the and massage. all of which she's ended up doing. And I mean, obviously, yeah. no judgment. And I support her a hundred percent in whatever she wants to do. I'm just saying that it's not entirely true. That's the one thing she said she wouldn't do in the villa. Yeah. And then Jordan asks if she knows any of the positions. And she's like, yeah, I know all of them. I had a boyfriend who practiced Tantra. (laughs) And it's like, of course. So he had a tantric sex boyfriend. (laughs) And then she like fucking runs the show for a minute. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, everyone just get out of the way just let me demonstrate she's like fine if we're gonna do this we're gonna win (laughs) and they all try to peer pressure her into doing the game she really doesn't want to this is when jess defends her and then she does a few of them like she 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 tries to have a good time with jordan but then she ends up walking off crying because she just felt really overwhelmed and jordan doesn't say anything which makes her even more upset because jordan should have defended her like at all yeah but jordan doesn't say much at all ever yeah but like when everyone's peer pressuring your girlfriend into doing sexual shit and you're not even gonna like and she's clearly uncomfortable and you're not gonna say anything like guys calm down or like zoe you don't have to do this or like literally just any words (laughs) a any word any just string any combination together just say them But yeah, he did not do that. Yeah, he did not step up to the plate. And then Zoe and Lauren are talking about it the next day. And Lauren says Zoe's parents love her unconditionally. I love Lauren so much. Oh, I know. Is she on Cameo? I don't think so. I don't think she's even on uh, social media. But I'll we'll get to that next episode when I do the Where Are They Nows. My birthday's October 4th. No, I really don't think she's on socials at all. All right, you let me know. I think she's <laughs> off the grid. I can't Google. <laughs> Snail mail exists. Uh, where would I find her address? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ask Ian. Great. Let me just <laughs> DM him. My friend wants a my friend wants a birthday message, not from you, but could you give us Lauren's address? <laughs> yeah, DMing you. Can you find the address of this person <laughs> you haven't seen in five years? Oh, Lord. Just an option. Just think about it. Okay, where were we? (laughs) So Zoe's parents love her unconditionally, says Lauren. We don't know this, but we're hoping it's true. And then Jordan and Zoe have a conversation where she's, like, saying, I'm so ashamed of my behavior. And he gets in a whole funk and is like, I I hate it when you say that because your behavior involves me. It makes me wary. It pushes me away when you say stuff like that about you and your behavior. He makes it all about him. Here's my thing. I I kind of, I see where he's coming from, though, because you, I don't know. I would be, if a guy, if we had sex or we were, like, fooling around and then uh, one day, or, like, they keep repeatedly telling me that they're ashamed of that behavior or, or they, she even said, like, she regrets kind of doing, doing it with Jordan. She said something where I was like, oh, you shouldn't. Oh, don't do that. Like, the cognitive dissonance is so strong with her right now that it's, like, it's got to be playing or taking a toll on Jordan, I don't remember her saying anything about Jordan specifically. I just remember her her saying she regrets how she's acted. And it was very clear to me what she meant by that. And if he was confused, he should have just said, like, hey, just to be clear, you're just talking about having sex on TV, right? And not about actually, like, doing things with me. She... She said it to Lauren. She said something to Lauren. I can't remember exactly how she worded it, but I was like, oh. I think it's something in her head where she is, like, she's got to work on that, like, on her own. Like, that's between her and 
and her god, literally. But um, even so, but, like that's it's very obvious that that's a her thing and not a Jordan thing. And Jordan literally just makes her whole meltdown about himself. Like he gets grumpy he? and he turns it on him. I think he. I don't know. If she if she were saying that to me over and over again, I think I would get frustrated. To be honest, like. But then why wouldn't you I just communicate think, that instead of literally turn? If I were a big hulking man, I don't <laughs> think I would do that. I just don't. <laughs> it's just really frustrating that instead of being there for her and saying like. But he is there for her. He just needs a beat, and she like. Okay, no, he's not there for her. He's he's physically next to her, but he's not doing anything supportive, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> He has not said one I thing. I don't think he's, at least we haven't seen him say anything that like, hey, look, your relationship with God isn't going to be affected by what other people think. Or like, hey, look, your parents love you unconditionally. Hey, look, we're in a strong relationship together. Hey, look, you know, this happened and we can move past just any, anything. He doesn't say anything. And then he's just like, um, yeah, I don't like when you talk about how your behavior upsets you because this is about me and it makes me feel bad because it makes me feel like you didn't want to have sex with me at all because it's me as a person and has nothing to do with what you've been talking about this whole time. Yeah, I think he can definitely be more supportive, but I also think that she can just, like, do better. Like, I don't I don't expect much from from Jordan, to be honest. But that's like, so unfair. So you expect more from Zoe, and then you don't expect anything from Jordan? Like you expect Zoe to, like, process her whole breakdown and, like, just be a better person, and Jordan, who says no, no. words, has to, has to, he doesn't have to do better I'm at all? she has to be, <laughs> no, not at all. You witch, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I'm you saying, just said Zoe could do better, and I don't expect much from Jordan. No, I'm saying she can do better than Jordan. That's not what you said. Rewind the tapes. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, really? So meaning? Yes. So so the meaning of your words like, should have more. Oh my God, stop talking. <laughs> should have more I weight said, than the actual I, words oh you said. <laughs> I'm just I saying, said, Catherine. <laughs> I think I think Zoe can do better. And then I said, I don't expect much from Jordan. Like, I, he's just, I, I don't know why she thinks it's, like, such a serious relationship. And same with him. Like, I don't think he thinks it's a serious relationship, as proven later. But I think she has a lot to work out, and she needs a supportive boyfriend. I don't expect fucking Jordan to be that supportive. Lauren is the supportive boyfriend in this case. Like, Lauren's a better boyfriend than Jordan. I'm just going to say it. You're not wrong. Yes. <laughs> You're not wrong. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I was. So she's upset Jordan didn't defend her. Yeah. Zoe and Lauren talk about it. Oh, we already went through all this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there's a Lauren-Zoe conversation about Jordan's behavior. And Zoe talks about how Jordan wouldn't take responsibility for Daisy either. And how he would blame her for... He would blame Daisy for taking him away from Zoe. And it's true. He didn't take responsibility for making the decision to pursue Daisy. He was just like, Daisy took me. I had no say in it. But in reality, he did say things on camera. Like there was more chemistry with him and Daisy than there was with him and Zoe in like however many weeks they were together or whatever. Yeah. So that's upsetting. I like Zoe more than Jordan. I just want to make that clear. (laughs) Her identity crisis is painful to watch. I wish her the best. Which is more painful to watch Zoe's identity crisis or the fact that Jordan can't take responsibility for anything. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
I would say Zoe's identity crisis. It's a little more relatable, I would say. Like, mm. with Jordan, I'm just like, what blinders do you have on that you can't acknowledge your past? Yeah. <laughs> um, with Zoe, it's like, oh, like, you can see, you know, what she believes. She believes multiple things, and those contradict, and it's so hard to watch. I feel so bad. Like I know. And, and uh, there's a Jordan, Max, Josh, John conversation, and they're talking about Max and Jess, and... Max says, never say never. He still kind of wants to pursue her. And John tells Max to be careful with Jess because he doesn't want another whole mad ruckus. At first, when he said, be careful with Jess, I thought he, I mistakenly, naively thought he was going to say, because, you know, she doesn't deserve to get hurt again. She doesn't deserve to to feel betrayed. And really, he just doesn't want a, a whole mad ruckus in the villa. John's a stand-up guy. <laughs> and then Zoe talks to Jordan about him not having her back during the Kamasutra challenge. Mm-hmm. Jordan walks away from the conversation because he doesn't like it, and he sits next to Max in the smoking area, but Zoe follows him because she wasn't done talking, and she sits down. So then Max, <laughs> who's just sitting there by himself with like a shirt on his head, just slowly gets up and walks away. <laughs> Because he's, like, sitting in the middle of them. And then... That was my favorite part of the episode. It was so good. And then Lauren gives Jordan advice, telling him that it really doesn't look like he cares about Zoe at all, which it oh, but doesn't. That was the best part. You missed uh, Ian saying, looks like they could use some relationship advice. Bring in the job. Actually, can we just get Lauren? Yeah. Did you hear that? No, I heard it. Oh, you didn't like that? No, I loved it. I just, oh. <laughs> I'm just in a mood. <laughs> Are you okay? Is it because of our conversation? Did I yell too much? It's specifically because of Jordan. <laughs> just <laughs> reading all these notes again makes me really upset. <laughs> I just, okay. Jordan, the combination of Jordan and John being insufferable. Like, we'll talk about this later. Also, I will say this twice and I will leave it in the podcast twice. The amount of dickery that has to go down for me to miss Omar Yes. Like, the, the, I, I, I don't, how terrible the guys have to be for me to miss a misogynistic asshole. <laughs> it's just so telling. The dickery that has <laughs> gone down. The Cedric dickery. The Cedric dickery. <laughs> Did you make that up right now or is that a thing? Cedric dickery? Yeah. I would like to claim it if it, if it. I don't want to Google it because I don't want to be disappointed yet. We can Google it after. Yeah, so Jordan learns from Lauren that it looks like he doesn't care. Jordan finally processes that it looks like... I don't like... think he does that much. I don't know that Jordan cares about anything. <laughs> then there's another text that Max and Josh will be cooking dinner for five special guests. Hashtag new girls. And according to the preview for the next episode, one of them is Jordan's ex. Mm-hmm. So, intrigue. That's wild. And can I just say that the 26 episode preview used the James Bond theme, Another Way to Die, as the song? Did you hear it? I've never seen a James Bond movie. That is fine because I just watched my first ones the past two weeks. But the Another Way to Die song is uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys, and it's people hate it for whatever reason. I grew up loving it. 
uh, when it came out, and so I was excited to see it in full use as a Love Island preview song. I can't wait for them to use Skyfall by Adele. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever one. uh, Didn't Sam Smith do one? Oh, did he? I feel like he did. Is he Casino Royale? I don't know what their songs are. What was the one after Skyfall? There was one after Skyfall and pre-Billie Eilish. Um... Specter, Spect, Spectrum, Spectrum, Spectrum News. <laughs> Specter Spe- sounds right. Spe- spectator. No. Prospector. Okay. Episode twenty six. Da 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 da. Episode twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is when my Hulu stopped working and I panicked and texted you. Oh God. So John's helping Max and Josh get ready for their dates with the five girls. Plain fairy godmother. And then I wrote down, when will five boys come in for Lauren? And why are we wasting time on these two boys? Honestly. (laughs) And I get so angry later. I'm angry this whole time. These five episodes make me furious. I'm actually in a mood too. Yeah. if I join you? No, you're welcome. There's plenty of room here. (laughs) So the first girl is Poppy. Oh, okay. So I wrote down a few things about just how these women are being introduced. So mm-hmm. uh, the boys have to go in to greet them, and they're and it kind of felt like something out of a Jane Austen movie where the girls' parents just really want them to get married. So all of these girls yes. have to like go and like like you know in the beginning of the Emperor's New Groove when he has to like pick a wife out of the lineup. Yeah, it felt like that. And then they all stand at the front door like vampires waiting to be invited in. I, okay, there was one specifically who would not enter until they came closer. I'm pretty sure that was like a producer thing, like stand at the entryway yeah. until they come and get you so that you're in camera shot or whatever. I think the most accurate the most accurate uh, depiction or uh, description of what this was was uh, Dumb and Dumber in the Kitchen is what one of the boys said. I can't tell which one it was because they look exactly the same at this point. Right. And the other thing that I compared it to was in Clue when all the guests start arriving one by one and (laughs) they all have aliases and they have to come in before they find out they're all being blackmailed. That's what this was. And I just wish that's how it ended. Oh, that'd be cool. (laughs) I wish they had all been getting blackmailed for months and found out that it was Max and Josh. (laughs) Uh, And then there's two other girls named Kelly and Ronnie who really don't do anything. And then there's Jasmine, who's Jordan's ex. Yes. I'm going to hold off on her for just a second because there is the the last girl who comes in, which she, Jasmine should have been last because that would have made the most sense. But the last girl, her name's Angel. That means there have been two women named Angel this season, which shocks me because I just started watching Buffy. (gasps) You did? You waited 45 minutes to tell me you just started watching Buffy? (laughs) Wow. I can't remember who the first angel was in this season. She's the one one that Josh brought home and then left. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) You got a bed downstairs, Josh. Exactly. Anyway, so back to Jasmine. It's Jordan's ex. She says they dated for a year and then he broke up with her via text a week before Love Island started. Red flag. I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Which do you think is better? And by better, I mean better. Okay. Being broken up with via text after a year or that 37-second phone call a la Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas? Oh, that's a good question. This is a fun game. <laughs> um, let's see. I, after a year, maybe the 37-second call, honestly, just to hear the inflections, understand what's going on, and just end it real quick. Mm. The text, I, I read too much into text. I, I would be like... I wouldn't know how to respond. 
I wouldn't know if I should respond. There'd have to be a next text message to explain it. I'm going to throw in a third option. Okay. So text, 37 second phone call, email. Ew! <laughs> 37 second phone call. For sure. I wouldn't want a fucking email. <laughs> Is my manager dumping me? Like, what would you do? No, I take the phone call. Yeah. I think it just makes the most sense. Only because also, if that had happened after a year and it was a text, like, I think my paranoia would come in and be like, was this really him texting? <laughs> so if I have the phone call, I just have, like, the confirmation. Yeah. Unless it was, like, Scream 3 and they got the little, like, it could be anyone. Don't talk about the screams to me. I'm <laughs> really upset you have them on DVD and they're not streaming for free anywhere. They're not mine. I, if that makes it better. No, it'll only make it better if you burn them for me and then I will then have them. I will find you the screams. Thank you. <laughs> the screams. <laughs> screams. I will get you screams. <laughs> oh, but then Jordan said that he told her face to face. And by the way, I think Jasmine handled this very well. We're not there yet. Yeah, we are. No, are we not? we're not. Where are we? We just got introduced to Jasmine. Oh, okay. So they're doing the dinner, and then Jasmine asks Max and Josh if their type is still blonde and blue-eyed, uh, like they said in the beginning, and they say some bullshit about how in the villa you can't have a type. Meanwhile, they've both already gone off and discussed how they're only interested in the two blondes in the villa. Yeah. <laughs> And then Angel says her longest relationship was four or five years, and she's been single for two years now, but she's 20. Yeah. Which means a four or five year relationship, two years, so two years single makes, is like 18, and then four or five yeah. years is like 14 or 13 years old is when the relationship started. Yeah, it's, they were talking about their long-term relationships, and I was like, I, <laughs> congrats, <laughs> But that's just so like, we. I I don't know. It's so we. I've never heard of anyone having a four or five year. Actually, that's a lie. I do know one couple that got together in middle school and are now married with two kids. I'm sure I know them. I just can't think of them right now. And they also got matching tattoos. All right, let's move on. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> so Josh is bitter that all the girls are gravitating toward Max because they say that Max is more mature. I disagree i think they're both on the same level mm -hmm. josh says that the girls shouldn't judge him and they can't really judge him after only knowing him for 50 minutes and that's true but they can judge him after 20 plus hours of watching him on tv as we all can so finally we've reached the jordan and jasmine chat okay it's unclear who initiated the chat because max and josh are like do you want us to just go get jordan and so i don't know if they initiated it and they, they kind of pushed it on her or if she brought it up and we just didn't see it i think they brought i think she brought up like jordan's my ex but i think that they initiated the actual like oh let's get jordan for you yeah because the whole time she's been like i'm over him i didn't come here for him whatever and then they're like oh do you want yeah. us to bring him to talk to you and she's like yes yeah and then she immediately starts crying i think she handled it well she says she just wanted closure from Jordan. Jordan says, don't blame me for a failed relationship because you're part of it too. He's claiming that he told her numerous times face to face that he wanted to break up with her. She blatantly disagrees. And she's, uh, yeah. she's getting more and more emotional and angry. And then Jordan walks away from her and she throws her whole drink cup included into the pool. Yeah. So that was like after I said that she could handle it well. I would like that. Um, on record. Uh -huh. But do you think that he told her face to face? No. 
Okay, yeah. Me Jordan can't tell anything to anyone face to face. He has not done that this whole season. Oh, but I loved her. I thought she was great. I hate that he just got up and walked away. Could you imagine? Actually, I could imagine. Well, also, I wouldn't have done that. I don't think I would have followed my ex to Love Island. I do think it's a little bit extra, and it was very clear that's what she did. Even though she said it wasn't for him, there's no other reason why you would want to be trapped with your ex in a villa for weeks. I think she was saying, like, I don't want to pair with him, but I, I think she did want the closure. Mm. Do you think she was? Do you think she would pair with him? I think if he had put an effort, and if you gave them a couple weeks together, I think she would have taken him back had he wanted to. Hmm. Uh, well, we'll never know. She flew to Spain for him. Yeah, but, I mean, she also got paid and, like, went to a villa for a day. <laughs> that sounds cool. For a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, he, there's no way he told her in person. Although, it was crazy how when he saw her, how, how pale he got. He did get, like, white yeah. as a sheet. That was crazy. Yeah, like, that's insane. There, I, it's all red flags. And yet, somehow, Zoe is still showing him, like, this is how support the done bitch. <laughs> like, she's too good she for She stands him. by his side. Yeah. Like I said, she can do better. Right. I have next, just do not fall for this. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> so, right after Jasmine, Jordan and Zoe have a chat. Jordan says he broke up with Jasmine two days before Love Island. That's not a week. That's two days before Love Island. Yeah. Zoe doesn't seem faced though, but that's just like the the flag to beat all flags. <laughs> and then he told Jasmine he needs a break. And I'm assuming this is what was said over text, that he needs a break and to get her things. So after a year, he texts her and is like, hey, don't see a future with you. Need a quick break. Can you just get all your shit out of my house? Yeah. And Zoe's just fine. Yeah, that's weird. Um... We have to move on. I'm looking at the time, and I'm looking at what we have left. My next thing is the, um, which I think is your thing, where Max says if Jess had been one of the five girls who came in that night, he would have picked her. Mm-hmm. Don't fall for it. Absolutely not. And Josh says out of the five girls, he's only attracted to Poppy. Max then goes crawling back to Jess, and she's like, I'm going to make him work for it. And then Jess goes crawling into bed with Max. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. Callie tries to make pancakes the next morning. Very relatable. Lewis is very pancake possessive. He yeah. did not like Callie attempting to make these pancakes. He did not appreciate her doing this without him. He's like, you know how like some dogs are like toy aggressive or like tennis ball aggressive? He's like pancake mm-hmm. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> That's his his uh his trigger. His... Yeah, his trigger. It's just the pancakes. Mm-hmm. Lewis becomes weirdly judgy of Zoe, and it kind of seems to have come out of nowhere, at least to me. Like, he's been in a full mood. Big mood. We think it has something to do with, with Callie, and then uh, mm-hmm. and then Lewis confronts Zoe and says he needs to get this off his chest, and he's been, the, he's just the whole reason he's been grumpy is because he finds Zoe to be disingenuous. You know, the things that she said at the beginning and her actions don't align, which is obviously what her whole breakdown has been about, is that yeah. her actions have not reflected who she is as a person or who she wants to be. She, she's well aware of what's going on with her. And he's just like, you're not a genuine person, and it's been bothering me. And she's like, okay, but also it seems like there's something 
this here has to do with Callie. And he's like, no, 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 it's just you. I'm only grumpy because of you. <laughs> and it's a very weird thing to be grumpy about. It's so confusing yeah. to me. Like, why do you care? And they don't really, like, interact that much, I don't think. No. Do they? Yeah. But Zoe took it very well for someone who was attacked out of nowhere. I think Zoe... I think the reason was just, like, Zoe tends to bring things up more than anyone else. Yeah. So, like, she's gonna... Like, she confronted Lou, and Lou was like, you're gonna do this? All right. You're annoying me. It's you. (laughs) Yeah. Just out of nowhere. I was like, all right. (sighs) He's boring and he's irritating, which is the worst combination. (laughs) Then Hannah gets a text, and she starts dancing and singing... Uh, like, you're gonna love this text. She's shouting for everyone to come down. She shouts, hurry the fuck up. Hurry the fuck up. She makes it sound like it's gonna be the absolute, like, most insane text ever. And as soon as everyone gathers around, it's just, the text just says that Hannah, Callie, and Zoe are going out for drinks. <laughs> Did you see John's face? His, he had pure disgust on his face when Hannah read uh, that she text. she was getting ready? No, it was, like, oh, right after oh. she read it. It's, like, an extreme, like, wide shot. And she's, like, in the back, like, reading the text off. And he's, like, out of focus, but in the foreground. And his face is just pure disgust. Then when she gets on her bodysuit. Are you there? Yeah. Bodysuit? Okay. Mm. <laughs> she, she gets on her bodysuit. And John is just behind her, watching her get ready in the mirror. Jaw dropped, just looking at her for what feels like seven minutes. Did you also notice that he was wearing her crocheted top? No, I didn't. <laughs> the crocheted top she wore last time with when she had the, the blinking uh, nipple covers. Oh my god. Yeah. Now, at these drinks with Hannah, Callie, and Zoe, Zoe talks to Callie about Lewis being controlling. Mm. And Zoe says she basically propositioned Jordan and he turned her down. She says she wants Jordan to be more complimentary of her as the other guys are around the villa and she feels like she's chasing him around to get attention and he's really not attentive and she's worried he's going to change his mind quickly like he did with Daisy and Jasmine which are all valid concerns in my eyes (laughs) and then Lewis, John, and Jordan have a conversation simultaneously back at the villa where Lewis says he talked to Zoe about how she isn't genuine I can't believe Jordan still didn't defend her I know. Insane to me. This, this is when I was like, okay, the relationship is not going to go places if he's not even stepping up here. Yeah, and then Jordan says he feels like he's in limbo and that something has pushed them away from each other and they need something to bring them back together or they, they need to just uh, leave it. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we find out that Lauren and Jess are getting five boys. I was very excited. Just like, the, just like Max and Josh get five girls, they get to date five boys thrilled for lauren oh i'm so excited at this point yes at this point point specifically yes (laughs) very excited callie tells zoe lewis and lauren that josh said that max regretted his decision of switching to naomi and that he said this before naomi had even left is that true i'm not sure but i the only reason i buy it is because i think they said that he had said it like two days before Naomi left and I think two days before Naomi left was the fortune cookie thing uh okay yes so I think that's what would have turned him because I think again he's very influenced by what the public think and if the public think that he fucked up he would just automatically pivot and think that he fucked up weird weird man it's like whatever he just really wants to get it right like whatever it takes to like win the game but he doesn't know what's right it's so weird no the next thing I have is Max and Jess 
talking on the bed. So Max is like uneasy because he obviously wants to pursue Jess and doesn't want her to pick any of these new guys. And she says that the new guys would have to be like out of this world and super, super nice to her. And that's such a low fucking bar, Jess. The guys just have to be nice to her. That's so sad. John and Lauren then have a conversation. John's eating this apple while they're talking. He's literally a fairy godmother. I don't know where he keeps appearing from is the thing. And the way that he just eats the apple is just so annoying. (laughs) Did you just, she's she's just so loud and he just keeps chewing while he's talking. Yeah. It uh, it really frustrated me. And then we have the re-entrance of Omar, naked per usual. Yes. He's there to introduce the boys to Jess and Lauren in the next episode which we have not gotten to yet but then in the preview for the next episode we see the fucking twins we see the fucking twins let me tell you how livid I was when I saw that because my thought was if those twins take up even one slot of the five people from Lauren I'm gonna be so upset I was so oh my god I think this is like I I don't even know. I had stomach cramps. I had I had painful feet. Like everything hurt <laughs> just seeing that goddamn preview. But there was a cute moment before that where Callie did Lauren's makeup and like the whole gang got her ready for the for the date. And I was like, it was very, it was a very sweet moment. Unfortunately, we have to start episode 27 now. Episode 27 starts out with our fave uh, graphic sexual nature warning. Yes. And then Omar has entered. Everyone's so excited to see him. He explains that he's going to be the master of ceremonies for the quintuple date. Is that what you would call it? It is. He brings in the boys. The boys enter. The first one is Ben. He says that he has gone on 150 dates in the last eight months and I pulled out my calculator and discovered that that's 18.75 dates per month which is more than a date every other day how did maybe it was like one day of speed dating and he counted all of them but then he also said that he was a serial dater not a serial killer and that that's a that makes me think he's a serial killer if you have to say it <laughs> Second guy is Harry. He's a part-time stripper. Third guy is Benjamin. He's the guy who is, he said his, like, favorite pastime is, like, poetry, art, and theater. Poetry. Art. Theater. (laughs) It's just not happening. I was kind of rooting for him at the beginning. And then he, they started talking. (laughs) And then, of course, the twins come in and we find out they're not just taking one spot. They're taking two full spots. So they are the last two guys in the five. I fucking I went on a rant I wrote it down I said I legitimately want to turn off my goddamn television make them fucking go away Sarah I'm not fucking around make them leave this isn't fair this is sexist I'm so angry Josh and Max got five legit choices and they get the fucking twins again (laughs) yeah it's really fucked up because first of all Lauren deserves the world and the producers yes could not provide and that's really upsetting but second of all because they know the Jess situation with the twin. Yes. And that's just going to stir shit, which is obviously why they did it. But it's still infuriating. They know they're not going to pick them. Mm-hmm. They know they're not going to pick them. I know. Anyway, so Lauren deserves more. And then my favorite 
thing is, which I think beautifully tied into our conversation last episode, was when Justin Lauren asked the twins, like, what's your type of girl? And one of them was like, I just like Uh a classy girl. And Lauren's like, well, what does classy mean to you? What does classy mean to you? And then he says, someone who carries themselves well, knows how to act in public, is well-traveled and cultured. Boo. And then I wrote in all caps, why is Jess giving them the time of day? She has been so brainwashed by all the maltreatment. I know. In this villa. Because she's been treated so shittily. Her bar for men is so low. She's like, honestly, they're actually like nice guys. They're not bad guys. Like I I, On the outside, I'd probably pursue them. It's like, no, Jess, you deserve so much more. I know. I, honestly, at this point, I was hoping she'd just like, pick Omar from the crowd. I wish that too, um, which is shocking to me. Yeah. <laughs> How much we've changed over the course of the past six weeks. I feel like I've been mistreated and so my bar has been lowered because now I'm okay with Omar because everyone else has been so much shittier. We just didn't, we didn't know what we had till it was gone. And then he came back in an apron and that's it. Okay. So regardless, Josh picks Poppy, Lauren picks Ben, even though she says she's not really feeling it. And Josh isn't really yeah. either. Like Josh keeps going on about how there's no like instant click, even though he finds her attractive. By this point, Max and Jess have fully reconciled. And then we get into this whole segment about a hand job. Hand job class. All the girls are discussing hand job logistics. I love this scene. It's just Oh, it was so it's cute. So cute. And then Hannah's like, I'm gonna go practice and tell you guys in the morning how it went. <laughs> John is obviously very pleased with whatever Hannah has taken away from the girl conversation. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy for them. For Hannah, mainly. And then Ben and Poppy officially enter the villa. Both couples are super awkward. Like, it's very clear that, like, Josh and Poppy don't mesh. And it's very, very clear that Lauren and Ben don't mesh. It truly felt like a Jane Austen arranged marriage kind of thing. It was really unfortunate. And then Lauren's crying again because she doesn't feel anything with Ben. And she feels really guilty about it because she feels like she, you know, wants there to be something and there isn't. And she feels like people think she's being really picky but she's not being picky she just knows what she wants but it's also difficult because she hasn't found what she wants yet in the villa so it's a never-ending spiral yes and then ben gets a text it's secret text for him and poppy saying that there's going to be a recoupling in 24 hours and their quote secret mission is to get other islanders to couple up with them so they can stay in the villa, which isn't even like a secret mission. That is what they have to do. <laughs> the mission. So the text just made it awkward. Like it, it was setting them up for failure, I think. Like, yeah, the text was just like the recouplings tomorrow and you can't tell anyone. Uh, just FYI, if you don't get picked, you have to leave. But that's what would have happened regardless yeah. of the text. It was, it was just like, now you're just putting pressure on them from the already pressure filled day. Yeah. And then Lauren and Ben and Josh and Poppy go on sangria dates. Again, super awkward until a giant beetle flies into Lauren's face and she freaks out. Classic. So funny. Okay, so Ben has a confessional where he's talking about Lauren. And he says, I think she's beautiful, actually. However, do you remember mm-hmm. there was a show called Lie to Me? It was a scripted uh, show. Was it a rea- Oh, okay. Or no, it was, was, it, was it called Lie to Me? It was a show with a guy who was like an expert on lying. Like, that was his thing. It's like, he worked with detectives, kind of like the mentalist, but his thing was, like, he could tell when someone's lying based on, like, body language. Uh, okay, I'm looking it up. And one of the things... Okay. 
is that when people are lying, one of the like easiest tells is they look to the left. And when he said that, he looked to the left. And he was also like avoiding eye contact with the camera slash producers. So I didn't know if I believed him when he said that. Interesting. Do you believe those light indicators? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that there are just like telltale signs that like obviously I don't know. But like, I mean, I consider myself a really good people reader. So I can typically tell when someone's not being completely truthful with me. But Mm -hmm. I think there are absolutely signs that like certain detectives are like trained to to see and i like it's i'm sure it's like fidgeting or like looking a certain direction or like scratching or like touching like your ear or like something like that there's like all these different like things that mean different things what about the people who you know fidget or just look to their left a lot also i'm not a detective and i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) i've watched all three seasons of lie to me so (laughs) exactly so after the possible lying confessional there's a challenge mm-hmm. called relationships where everyone has to pair up and build rafts and there's like a bunch of there's like a scrap heap of objects that the girls have to like uh run and pick stuff from and whoever's like floats yes. and they race and whoever i don't care anyway uh one of the things in the scrap heap is a cardboard cutout of omar <laughs> And the first thing Hannah takes from the scrap heap is Omar. <laughs> I loved it. I was waiting. I was like, "Who? which girl is going to take the Omar? I couldn't really tell what was going on. But when they were building the rafts, Callie ended up slapping Lewis on the face. Yeah, I noticed that. And I was like, oh, that's a different side to this couple that I have not seen. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere, it seemed like. And I couldn't really tell. Like, he seemed shocked by it. And she also seemed shocked by it. Yeah. I don't know. I was confused. I was also confused. Um, and then, uh, okay. Don't, don't, don't you die on me right now. <laughs> Max and Jess win their heat in a cathartic twist. And then Lauren and Ben win the whole shebang. I don't know if it's because they won or because everyone's rooting for Lauren to find love. But Lauren and Ben are given this like champagne raft date where they go out on a raft in the pool. I actually thought that would be cute if it weren't such an awkward it would be cute if it was not them. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, simultaneously, Callie and Lewis are in the bath together. Lewis says, I don't think I could ever love anyone again like you, really. And then Callie's just, like, crying because she's, like, overwhelmed. I don't think by the love statement, but just because she, like, was... It's just an environment. Strange environment. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lauren gives Callie a pep talk as... Lauren does. Yes. And then Callie feels better. Episode 28. Oh, can I just say that was probably the least climatic ending of an episode I've ever seen on Love Island. I believe you. They've all run together for me, so I don't know what the endings are anymore. And I'm just very exhausted by this season. The season is very draining. Uh, Let me tell you, the seasons only get better. This is like the most misogynistic. Oh, really? Okay. Chaotic season. I kind of like the chaos, though. I wish it was a little more chaotic. There will be chaos, but it'll be it'll it'll be structured okay. chaos, which I prefer. <laughs> it'll be chaos in a controlled environment, which is the best kind of fun. I like my chaos controlled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, episode twenty-eight. Okay, so it starts with Josh and Lauren both not confident on what they're gonna do in terms of recoupling. Lewis and Callie talk. Lewis says he doesn't think having sex on TV is respectful. 
and that he and Callie aren't those kinds of people. But he gave Zoe so much shit for being regretful of her actions when she did the same thing and made what she viewed as a bad judgment call. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. I know. I just got confused. Someone texted me saying, stop what you're doing right now. And I was like, <gasps> and then it was just watch AP bio. And I was like, oh, that can wait. <laughs> but okay, so Lewis. <laughs> he gave Zoe so much shit for being regretful of her actions when she when she had the same perspective. I and and she just thought that she made a bad judgment call and, and did what she thought was, yes. you know, in her view, also disrespectful. And just because she did it. Because she got laid and then felt bad about it. Lewis is just pissed because he's not getting laid and just wanted to give Zoe shit because he wanted to give Zoe shit. He's just grumpy. He's so grumpy and I don't know why. I mean, I kind of know why, but he's just <laughs> just a grumpy man. Grumpy man child. Yes. <sighs> Poppy and Ben have to be the nicest, most bland couple to ever join this house. And they're not even a couple, but just like everyone they get along with everyone no sexual attraction to anyone like they're just there i wanted them to be together honestly but yeah i know i was kind of hoping that there would be like a surprise option where they could be together well there's not but justin max go on a date <laughs> we find out max doesn't like horses and for some reason like the way that he said it it just makes me think that even more that he's a psychopath i think a horse messed him up Probably for the right reasons. No, I think he got, uh, I don't know, someone in his childhood messed him up. I, so I, he's just not right. And I think the horses just, like, no. <laughs> so he doesn't like the horses because they can, like, detect it. Horses are good judges, judge of character. Yeah. So Justin and Max go horseback riding. And afterwards, there's supposed to be this, like, big romantic moment where they're, like, sitting and, like, drinking and, like, talking about, like, being into each other or whatever. But I was just uncomfortable the whole time, and Max looked evil to me. Yeah, I, I wrote Max as a mystery to me, because, like, I cannot fucking figure it out. Any any moment he's seen, it's a new perspective, and I'm like, what? Who are you? Um, but uh, I was actually thinking it was really mean of them to show Max at a farm with little piggies when... I had previously stated that I would like to own a farm with him one day, and then he broke my heart, as well as the hearts of all of the Max fan club. But I think that was just to prove to you how terrible that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I, they did it on purpose, because I'm sure a lot of girls wrote in that fantasy, um, and then they had to set us straight. Yeah. Did you write in? <laughs> I didn't, but I also feel like if you owned a farm with Max, I think Max would hate it so much, and he would, like, slaughter all the animals and tell you that someone else did it just so he could leave the farm. Jesus. <laughs> he would. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. It's not even my opinion. It's just what would happen. It's just the facts. <laughs> um, where are we? Okay, so then um, um, Jess tells Poppy that Max says oh <laughs> so Jess and Poppy are talking after the date and they're talking about how Jess and Max haven't had sex yet and Jess has kept him waiting. And Jess tells Poppy that Max says to Jess that her vagina is like Fort Knox. God. Meanwhile, poor Poppy is very sunburned. Ugh, poor thing. And then we have Josh being depressy, per use. Are you saying depressy? Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> like, like depressed meets Degrassi. Depressy. <laughs> Depressy. 
Uh, then John gets a text letting everyone know that the final coupling is tonight. Thorne's crying again. Sure. I think the two constants of this season is Josh being depressed and broody and irritating and Lauren crying. Yeah, I concur. The recoupling was interesting because it wasn't just like, I would like to couple up with this person and they couple up. It was like they had to ask consent to couple up, which I liked, but I was like, why are they doing that? And I realized it's because when Lauren goes and she decides that she wants to pick Josh to recouple instead of Ben, it's so that Josh has an out if he wants to say no. Yeah. Wow. But again, like, still kind of anticlimactic for me. Like, like it wasn't intense like the past episodes have been. No, because I think we, like, it's very, like, cut and dry what's going to happen. Like, we're yeah. aware that they're both not interested in Poppy and Ben. They're going to recouple. So, like, it wasn't a shock. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cute that, like, what Lauren mentioned, they started together. Like, they were yeah. first coupled up together, and then they're going to finish together. Aww. And then at the very end, Jess and Max finally bone. Yes. Which, honestly, at this point, I'm like, all right, well, at least he showered. Oh, God. And they really showed us that he showered. Yeah. Did he have a bidet? Like, what was that? Like, No, I think it was, like, a, a re- removable shower head. Oh, gross. <laughs> I don't know. He's gross. I wrote down he's gross 62% of the time. I don't know why. Like 162% of the time. But he's got like weird cute moments and then he just ruins it. <laughs> no, no. Look at his eyes when he has those cute moments. <laughs> just really look. No, no. <laughs> I beg of you. God. <laughs> All right, 29. Last episode. Here we go. Of this week. Okay, this made me realize that Caroline fought for that Omar cameo. Like, she loves Omar. She really did. And (laughs) this episode starts with the live segment with Caroline, but she's with a panel of a bunch of UK reality stars from, like, various UK reality shows that are there to intermittently discuss their thoughts and feelings on the different couples. Mm -hmm. I didn't know any of them. No, no idea. I think one of them, the one they really focused on, was, like, from the original Love Island show. Okay. Uh, But the other ones are from like the only way is Essex and other ones I don't know sure anyway back at the villa Jess and Max uh are back from the hideaway and then we cut back to the live with Ian Sterling by the way I kind of like skimmed over all the live shit because I didn't care about these people okay so if you have things let me know um I literally just wrote my bullet point is Ian Sterling I wrote Ian got hotter by I hate that shirt all right (laughs) Then we find out there's going to be a lie detector test that the guys are taking and the girls are asking the questions. We find out immediately that Hannah's taken two tests before because she had a boyfriend who was really not trusting of her. And so she was forced to take two by the same boyfriend. Could you imagine? Yeah. And then John says he's taken one too. And that just really checked out because both of them... yeah, it just made sense. Um, we skipped over it, but when Jess and Max were talking to, like, the girls and guys about their night, did Max say that she had mint tits? Yeah, probably. Does that mean mint condition or, like, minty? Yeah, no, mint means, like, mint condition, yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Mint tits sounds ter- It sounds like you got, like, leaves growing out of them. I, I don't like would it. not mind that. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't like it? Or you do like it? <laughs> I just meant that if I had mint leaves growing out of my tits. <laughs> I was like, you like that term? <laughs> no. 
I mean, I prefer like something more useful, but like cherry tomatoes. If I liked rum, if I was a mojito person, oh, ideal, ideal. <laughs> Anywho, let's move on. <laughs> Hannah and John get into a fight before the test even starts. Oh yeah, that was a mess. <laughs> it's a, I'm not even going to go into it unless you want to because it's the same fight over and over again. I, I'll just say that me watching it was like the islanders watching it how they were literally just in the room oh yeah staring at them observing yeah until it died down yeah they were literally just shouting at each other in front of everyone else who was seated and just watching them Mm -hmm. anyway so the guys take the test john is asked do you see a future with hannah outside the villa he says yes it was true he's asked are you really in love with hannah he says yes it's true and then do you believe hannah loves you he says yes but it's a lie because he has so many self-esteem issues. Yes. It's because he's very controlling and because he believes that, like, he wants to believe that she belongs to him, but she, but he doesn't think that, like, that she as is as invested in him and as, as like, obsessed with him as he is with her because he's just, like, such an obsessive person. Yeah, I agree. And it was, it was, yeah, hard to watch. Very volatile. Then Lewis goes... Uh, he's asked, do you see a future with Callie on the outside? He says, yes, it's true. Are you scared of losing Callie? Yes, it's true. It's so fucking boring. <laughs> Jordan goes, do you see a future with Zoe outside the villa? He says, yes, but it's uncertain. Which I didn't know was an option. I think it's like if the lie detector can't fully detect like one way or the other. That's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. And then do you see yourself falling in love with Zoe? He says, yes, it's true. And are you sexually attracted to Zoe? He says, yes, and it's a lie. That is weird. That is Interesting, because she said to the Islanders she had felt that, like, he wasn't sexually attracted to her just because, like, she had been initiating things more and he hadn't really. And also, she's not his usual type. He likes dark hair and tattoos, a la Jasmine. Yeah. Did Zoe say that beforehand? Because she tends to, like, call things after they happen. I think it was she had mentioned that she had been like chasing him and that she had like propositioned okay. him and he had like kind of rejected her and like so she hadn't blatantly said she didn't think he was sexually attracted to her but she didn't mention those examples okay that it was a fear or, or like a worry I guess yeah okay got it got it yeah do you think what are you thinking well no I just like anytime that someone gets like votes her out or like I don't know a game or something after it happens she'll be like oh I knew that or something and it's just like wow that's like such a very particular middle school pet peeve of mine but I hated when people would do that like just like after the fact be like I knew that was gonna happen (laughs) yeah I don't know it bothers me and it happens so much with her I'm like did you like how did you know all this yeah but then but then she also kind of does have like a sixth sense so i believe that she does know these things like when she kissed everyone and knew exactly who she was kissing each time i was like all right yeah, she's just a very intuitive person <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so i believe her i believe zoe so then josh goes um so he's coupled lauren and obviously they're not in a romantic relationship so lauren just asked him a bunch of shit to make him feel uncomfortable which is so funny Mm -hmm. so he's asked do you think lauren is attractive he says yes and it's true go josh i know i kind of want them to hook up i'm not gonna lie i need to but i don't think it's gonna happen just like a fun night after some margs i feel like it would be only in the scenario where she's like a villa owner and he's like a pool boy 
<laughs> but they kind of are that. Like, that's what they feel like to me already. Like, but that's... So I don't know. I could see it. I want that for them. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to hook up, but only if it's, like, not even role play. They just are that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then she asks him, do you wish you were still coupled up with Naomi? He says no. Obviously, it's a lie. Ugh. I know. Poor boy. Sweet puppy. Then Max goes, his questions are, are you happy in a couple with Jess? He says, yes, it's a lie. Do you actually regret buying Jess off for Naomi? He says, yes, that's true. I know. Uh, Would you have rather been in the white room, which is like the hideaway, the sex room, with Naomi over Jess? And he says, no, and that's a lie. So this is very confusing to me because he does say he regrets pieing Jess off for Naomi, but I think the only reason that's true is because it's what the public thought. I, and I think that the sex one, I think he's just more attracted to Naomi. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't like thinking about him for long periods of time. And then afterwards, he's a complete meltdown where he's like talking to Jess and he's like, what am I going to look like on the outside? He throws a chair and a whole potted plant into the pool. Yes. This pool is, has been through so much. He, the pool was the victim this week. And he threw like a fucking full on fern into the pool. It was a very tall, like four foot fern. And Jess had to like pull out the chair like delicately. Even though it's supposed to be about jess like he's he's pulled jordan and made it about himself he's made it about himself he's a full freak out in the beach hut like he he's like sitting in the confessional chair and not even really sitting in it he's like leaning off to the side he's like kind of talking to himself or like the producers i don't know but he's like in essence like rocking back and forth and he's like he's just a psychopath he's a complete psychopath and then he Jess is like, look, I don't think you're a liar. And he goes, I don't know if I believe you. And she's like, you don't know if you believe me? <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy. That was just so much. And then he was just like, everyone's going to think I'm a mug. I'm going to be painted like a mug. And I was like, maybe you're a mug. Like, <laughs> I kind of love that, painted like a mug. It sounds very ceramic-y. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Both Max and John like talk to themselves in a very weird like I'm all for talking to yourself like do it own it be it yeah. <laughs> live it yeah the way they do it is very scary mm-hmm. but anyway yeah the next thing we see is Callie and Lewis talking to each other about how much they love each other just being generally insufferable <laughs> then it's Hannah and John talking and Hannah's trying to express to John how much she loves him and she says that she has put her heart on a plate for him and then he goes hard on your sleeve <laughs> he's like correcting her and she's like whatever the fuck it is like heart on a plate makes sense i would put my heart i would love to put my heart on a, on a plate for someone that sounds like i think if you want to be technical like heart on a platter is that is that a phrase well if you like put anything on a platter for someone like on, on a platter is the is the expression I like plate. <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't think it was technically incorrect, but John like corrected her as if it was so cute that she was being so dumb. But it's like I don't think that needed to be corrected. You hate John. This is like this has come so 
like even from last week you've like gone full john is the villain i think there's been a very clear transition of me loving john in the beginning (laughs) and me realizing how toxic of a human he is anyway yeah Oh, okay. So then we're back to the the uh, live people, the reality panel, and they, someone, one of them, I don't know any of them. One of them said that they thought that uh, Josh and Lauren should be dumped because they're not in a relationship uh, that would like defeat the purpose of the whole show. And I disagree because love comes in all different forms. It's not relationship island. It's love island. And I think a friendship couple could win. I was thinking that. I was like, that's love. I I think they really do love each other, but like not the kind of love you're thinking of. And one of them also said that they thought that Lauren was in love with Lewis. Oh, I don't think so. They, I mean, she's been friends with everyone. Their reasoning was that she had been like talking to him in a certain way or something right before Callie came in. Like I know what they're saying, but I don't think... I don't think she was. Do you? No, I didn't pick up on it at all. Yeah, I didn't see that. Because they were just very close before Kelly came in. Yeah. Then there's the dumping, and Zoe and Jordan are dumped. Which I'm I'm fine with, because again, Zoe knew it. <laughs> Here's the thing, I think Zoe, like, see, like kind of sees the future a little bit, but in doing so, she prevents herself from changing that future, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's putting a lot of insecurities on her, on herself, mm-hmm. which I hate to see. Very relatable. Hate to see it. Painful to watch. Um, I hope she gets some rest after being on in this villa. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, she either take, Jordan takes her seriously or, or she, you know, finds someone who cherishes her. I really do. And we'll find out. I'm so excited to know where... Oh, can we add on the, um, where are they now? Can we add what their zodiac signs are? Because there are a few more that I would like to know if they're Libras. Sure. <laughs> I will. I looked up one um, for that I thought, oh, you know who I looked up hmm. um, this week? Because I thought you might ask. Who? Lauren. Oh, I actually didn't think of Lauren. Is she? No. But do you want to know what she is? Yeah, I do. You're not going to believe it. Oh, God. What does this mean? Lawrence and Aquarius. Oh, okay. I do believe it. I don't. I do believe it. I do not. <laughs> I believe she's a cancer. I was... <laughs> I choose to believe she is a cancer. I think cancer. she and Naomi are switched. I think Naomi's a, an Aquarius and Lauren's a cancer, and that's just, that's just what it is. I think you've met some bad Aquarii. I think that she... I think she's kind of, you know, she's not offbeat but like she's she marches to the beat of her own drum she always makes like weird jokes that the rest of the group doesn't get i see it i see it no are you there i'm here i'm just (laughs) i'm just processing and i disagree i would say cancer or virgo or actually i could see libra for lauren i could see libra i never thought of it but i could see it so air sign okay libra-esque but weird like either air or earth for her yeah 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 i agree or water because cancer just cancer we'll have to ask her when we find her wherever she is for my birthday cameo okay well i'm very excited (laughs) for our finale next week including our where are they now yay so exciting and then soon we're gonna release this podcast (laughs) one day soon 
one day soon. And if you guys are listening right now, it means that we're hard at work on season two. Hard at work. With our whole team on board, we're ready for season two. Ayy. All right. Well, (laughs) if you enjoyed this, tune in next week for our finale. If you've gotten to this episode like this far and don't show up for the finale, that's weird on your part. That's weird. And you're Max. Um, <laughs> and then at the beginning of next week, we will state what we think is going to happen. Yeah? Well, I know what's going to happen. Okay, well, I will state what I think is going to happen. Great. Good okay. plan. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks again, guys. And... um. I really wish we had a catchphrase. I just want a catchphrase to say at the end. That's season two when we have a budget, Sarah. (laughs) That's season two when we have a budget is our catchphrase. Should we drop our Venmos? (laughs) Drop our cash apps? Zell? No, but seriously, tune in next week. Sign up for our OnlyFans. Uh, I was thinking about getting one. Tune in next week. Bye.